Welcome to the Grad School Femme Touring Podcast. This is Dr. Yvette Martinez Vu, and I will be serving as your Femme Tour, providing you with tips and tricks on everything you need to know to get into graduate school. Um, this is something I do every year with my scholars as they get admitted to master's and PhD programs across the country. And I'm really excited to share this information with you too. Hello, everyone. I'm a little late on uh, recording my next episode because I recently had to undergo a surgery and I'm still technically in recovery. So if I sound a little bit fuzzy or a little bit nasally, it's because of a nose surgery that I'm recovering from. But I did want to still um, record a short episode on some questions that have come up that have risen recently with my students who are seniors right now and applying to graduate school. And so this episode is going to be dedicated to um, talking about some technical details that you need to know about when applying to graduate school. And I'm mostly just going to focus on three things. One is um, just questions that come up related to GRE, the the GRE exam and sending your GRE scores. The next, it will be questions surrounded are surrounding your transcripts, when to send them, how to send them, what type of transcripts to send. And then the last part will be focused on fee waivers. And so these are all just questions that have come up for me recently with our seniors who have um, had December 1st, December 15th, and now their next round is um, making their end of December and early um, like New Year deadlines. So for the first part is GRE scores. Um, one question that has come up with GRE scores is, let's say I took the GRE more than once and I had a higher verbal uh, score on one exam, and then I had a higher quantitative score on the other exam. Which one should I send? Technically, I say if you can, in that situation, you should send both because what most schools will likely do is they'll take the highest score from each of the sections. And so they'll take the higher verbal score from one and the higher quant from the other. Um, if you can't afford to send both or if you would rather just send one score, I would recommend send the score that has the higher um, the higher section that means more in your field. So for instance, if you're in a STEM field, send the score with a higher quant uh, score. Um, and you know if you're in a humanities social science, send the one with the higher verbal score, higher written score. Um, the other question that I have had come up with regard to GRE scores is, well, I'm applying to more than one program from the same school. Do I need to send my GRE scores more than once? If um, And I'm thinking here of one student in particular who is applying to three different programs, I believe at UC San Diego. I told him, make sure to send it once. Uh, it'll most likely go towards their graduate division. And from there, just check up on them, make sure that they receive the scores and that they're going to send it to the appropriate departments that you're applying to. So no, you don't have to spend 
three times the amount to send the scores three times to the same school. Um, you send it once if you're applying to multiple programs in one school. Um, the other question is has to do with what if it's optional for me to send the GRE scores? What do I do then? And most of the time when something is optional, I recommend that you do it unless you think it's going to hurt you. So if it's optional and you completely bomb the GRE score, you don't have to send it. In that case, you know, I would be completely comfortable telling someone not to send it. But if you did okay, if you were, you know, average or above average, go ahead and send it. It's not going to hurt you. It can only help you. The other question that has come up is, um, let me, let me think about it. Oh, um, you know, it, it, it is expensive to send your GRE scores. And so if you're not quite at the stage where you're applying to graduate school and you're thinking about taking the GRE score, you should start thinking very seriously about your graduate school list because one thing that students often don't take advantage of enough, even though um, we remind them about this in our McNair program, I remind my students this too, um, who I work with within and outside McNair, is that when you take the GRE score, you are going to be presented with an opportunity to send GRE scores to, I, I don't remember how many, but a number of schools for free on the day that you take the test. And so you want to take advantage of those free GRE scores that you can send. And so even though you're not allowed to bring anything on the day of the exam, you want to have memorized um, you know, a solid number, I would say four to eight schools that you're interested in, seriously interested in applying to. So that way when you send them those scores, that opportunity isn't um, isn't lost. That way you're not wasting an opportunity. So definitely take advantage of that. I think that's everything I want to say with regard to GRE scores. And now I want to move on to transcripts. The first thing I want to remind you to do if you're applying to graduate school or planning to apply to graduate school within the next year is to take a look at the schools on your list and uh, find out if they're asking for official or unofficial scores. If they don't say anything, they just say send your, uh, sorry, not official or unofficial scores, I mean official or unofficial transcripts. I'm, I'm still obviously a little fuzzy from my pain meds, and so hopefully I'm making some sense right now. But again, so if they're asking for official versus unofficial transcripts, if they don't say anything, if it just says please send your transcripts, that's, from, for us, it's, that means unofficial Unless they actually use the words, please send your official transcripts, then you actually have to order them from the bursars or the registrar's office, whichever office has them, and, um, and mail it to them. Or you could also mail it to yourself, um, send it to yourself, scan them, and upload them to the application portal. But please take a look at that because there's no point in sending official scores to every school and wasting that money. I know at our university, it costs $16 each time you send a transcript. And it's really hard, especially for those uh, of our students who are transfer students. They're low-income transfer students. They're having to order transcripts from multiple community colleges and then order transcripts from, you know, the UC that they're currently at. And that all adds up, you know, if it's like three schools, $16 each times the number of schools they're applying to, it could easily be hundreds of dollars that you're spending. And so again, if they don't ask for official, 
send the unofficial ones and that, that will be completely fine. Most of the time they ask for unofficial anyway and then if you're admitted, they will then ask you to send official scores after the fact. So they'll definitely let you know if you need official scores afterwards. The other thing about sending transcripts and this is also, I guess this applies to the GRE scores and also to fee waivers is make sure that you're ordering these things early. And by early, I mean at least two weeks in advance of the deadline. Why do I say this? I say this because we're just, you know, a few weeks shy of the December 30th um, New Year's like deadlines, the January 1st, December 30th deadlines. And around that time is when most people are on winter break. They, you know, a lot of offices close, including ours, the week of Christmas and the week of New Year's. And so you don't, you don't want to be trying to order transcripts and then you don't hear from anybody because they're on winter break. That's why it's really important that you order them early. That way, if there are any glitches, issues, technical things that need to be resolved, you can actually get a hold of someone and have them help you because they're actually working during that time. So, you know, this is the week before Christmas um, that we're going into that week. Um, this is the time if you've waited this long to order your transcripts, to send your GRE scores and um, to work on your fee waivers for the end of December, early January deadlines. I think that's all I want to cover about transcripts. Um, definitely take a look at whether or not they're official versus unofficial, what they're asking for. And also, if they're official, do they actually need you to mail it in to them? Or can you actually just order one set of official transcripts that you send to yourself and, and you can scan it? Because some of them will allow you to just scan an official one so you can use the same scanned one for every school so you only pay once for an official transcript versus some schools may say we need a signed sealed official transcript that you mail to them in that case then you're having to pay individually for each one you mail so again i'm trying to save you some money i'm trying to also save you some work it's why that's why it's important to track all of these things Okay, so when it comes to fee waivers, um, the same applies. Uh, every school has a very different policy with regard to how they handle fee waivers. Some schools are amazing. Like they will just give you a code. Like if you show them proof that you are low income or that you're part of a program like McNair or the Mellon Mays Fellowship, they'll give you a code, you insert it in your application, you're good to go. Very easy. Some of them, you know, will have you email a verification form that proves, again, that you're low income or part of one of these programs. And then um, they'll, you know, process it for you. And it could take a number, I don't know, anywhere from five to 10 business days. Some of them, you don't even get to act. It's a, some of them are an actual, like, separate application in addition to doing your PhD or master's application. They require you to submit a fee waiver application that's a separate process. And there are even some schools that don't let you get to the fee waiver page until after you've completed every single section of your application, which is incredibly frustrating. Some of our students, what they've had to do is literally fill in each box of their application with nonsense just so that they can get to the last page and like save it and then access the fee waiver process. And then the fee waiver process will open you up to a separate page where it gives you instructions on 
um, what you need to do to get a fee waiver. Uh, I, I believe this year uh, UC Irvine required students to submit their application at least five business days in advance for them to get their fee waiver processed. And in one case, one student submitted it, I believe six business days in advance, and he still didn't get a fee waiver processed and he had to pay out of pocket. That's over $100 that you're paying out of pocket per school, which is a lot of money. So I don't recommend that. And, uh, you know, some some schools, I think in the past, it was Stanford, I can't remember some other programs, it would take as long as two weeks to get back to you with um, letting you know whether or not you received a fee waiver. So um, I just want to stress this, you know, as much as possible, try to get your applications in early, uh, I would say two weeks in advance. Uh, the same goes for not just your applications, but the fee waiver process, try to get on top of that early. I think that what I'm going to do next year with my students is include it as part of their curriculum and have deadlines where they're all required to look into this process and to apply for at least one fee waiver and to submit at least one transcript, at least one set of jury scores, uh, you know, two to four weeks before their first deadline. Because um, if you don't look this up in advance, it ends up costing you a lot more money and I know that if you're like me and you're low income and first gen it's really hard and it becomes another hurdle another thing that gets in your way of applying to the top programs in your school that's all I want to say for today I'm still feeling a little fuzzy a little in pain but um, I also wanted to get some information out there in hopes that it'll help you out let me know if you have any questions and I'll definitely see you next time thank you Thank you so much for joining me in the Grad School Femme Touring Podcast. Again, this is Dr. Yvette Martinez-Vu. If you liked what you heard, uh, please feel free to rate this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else where you listen to your podcasts. You can also uh, follow me by uh, going to my website, which is yvettemartinezvu.com, or you can email me at yvettemtz3 at gmail.com. Until next time.